0: Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Uh, hello, welcome to uh, Media News Podcast. My name is Frederike Gheying. I'm an independent journalist, and um, I'm talking this morning to Mr. Adam Uzun, who is founding member and spokesperson for the Kurdistan Kurdish National Congress. We're talking about um, several developments going on in Kurdistan um, at the moment, rather impactful um, developments. Thank you, Mr. Ademuzun, uh, for agree- agreeing to be my guest guest in this special episode
1: of uh, Media News Thank you, for having me. Thank you very much.
0: We'll be talking some uh, half an hour, maybe about um, about what's happening in Kurdistan. And I would like to start um with how the kurdish issue has made it really to international headlines it doesn't always it doesn't happen that often um turkey tries to force sweden and finland but especially sweden to crack down on uh peaceful kurdish politics and activism before it agrees uh, for these countries Mm -hmm. to join nato um turkey is using lies to manipulate the public for example saying that especially sweden is financing the YPJ in uh, in Syria and the PKK in, in Turkey and Iraq, and sending weapons, weapons to Kurdish armed forces, demanding that these countries stop doing so. Um, and Turkey is not easily bowing to pressure from other NATO countries, yeah. obviously utilising the Ukrainian war to try to hold on to power in Turkey and advance its war against armed Kurdish forces and against peaceful activism. Which effects do you expect in the short and the long term uh, to the handling of the Kurdish issue in Turkey and and by NATO?
1: Yeah, thank you very much uh, for having me. Um, The discussions around uh, the Turkish policy, especially with the AKP, has uh, increased in the last years because the AKP is trying to benefit from the crisis which we have now in Middle East, not only in Middle East, in general, economical crisis by the capitalist modernity, the social crisis, uh, the crisis we have now uh, in Middle East, then the new crisis with the Ukraine, occupation by Russia. Uh, so they are trying to benefit from all these crises. And the uh, AKP is uh, somehow good in that. Uh, just giving some examples. You know, when the international conspiracy uh, against our leader, Erdogan, was, and he was arrested in Turkey, brought to Turkey, uh, he had some uh, negotiations process with some uh, Turkish officials, uh, and we expected that these negotiations process will uh, go well. But the AKP at the time when they uh, get in power, they saw uh, after the uh, 9-11, the world has decided to have a war against terror. Then they have pushed the European Union to put the PKK on the terrorist list in May 2002. So the AKP came to the conclusion, come to the end, yes, there is in a, a war against terror internationally, and uh, I'm officially a part of this international coalition. Why should I have an, any negotiations process with the Kurds? Uh, they stopped everything, and they went to the war. So they used this uh, war against terror, which was set by the US and followed by the European Union. Uh, so they want to benefit from it. And we face a big war after that. And now we are facing the same as with. AKP is thinking uh, uh, there is new opportunity with the war in Ukraine, uh, with the withdrawal uh, from U.S., from Afghanistan, uh, with the vacuum uh, in Middle East and with the crisis in Middle East and around the world. Everybody is now occupied with itself. So that is an opportunity to start again a military campaign uh, against the Kurds to fulfill uh, the massacre uh, which was set by the creation of Turkey in 1923. So, and now the situation and the uh, crisis we have around NATO with Sweden and Finland is part of this. It's part of this. Why? Because Turkey is thinking NATO is going to be more strong nato is going to have a new strategic paper which will be discussed on the 27 and 28 of june in spain so turkey is pushing the nato uh, to have a new uh, uh, agreement like the agreement they have uh, chapter five and this uh, chapter five is saying if uh NATO country is attacked by any other country, then all the NATO countries have to support that country which is under under the attack. Turkey wants to have a new one uh, related to terrorism. So therefore, they are pushing and saying, uh, you have to support my uh, campaign against the Kurdish resistance movement You have to support my war against the Kurds. You have to keep silent uh, when I use uh, all the kind of uh, war uh, against the Kurds. Uh, Is that
0: is that sorry to to um, interfere? But is that something you speculate that Turkey wants that, or have you heard it? And and when I when I hear you say what Turkey wants, that's already what Turkey gets. NATO doesn't get in doesn't doesn't interfere when Turkey um, is at war with the Kurds. So they already you're have right. that, right?
1: Yeah. You're right, you're right. Uh, N- Turkey is a member of NATO, and all the war is the, with the sport and with the silence by NATO uh, uh, is going on. You're right. But now they want to have an agreement on that. So if they have an official agreement on that, like the Chapter 5, then they will fulfill their massacre campaign against the Kurds, which they did the same against the Armenians, Syria, Skelons, in the uh, creation of Turkey. Turkey is saying, I'm now facing the same situation uh, when Ottoman Empire collapsed and the new Turkey was created. I could create a new Turkey only uh, uh, after I have massacred Armenians. So I have now to protect Turkey and to fulfill my Ottoman Empire dream only if I get rid of the Kurds. Is this what?
0: is this something you you speculate about, or have you heard,
1: no, heard that, that Turkey we, wants this? We, what
0: what uh, what do you base
1: this on? That is in a decision from the Turkish uh, state, which was taken on August 2014 in the Security National Council. The in strategy, 14 already? Yes, 14 already. The strategy, and uh, the ideology of Turkey is based on that. But there will be some lake in that uh, strategy sometimes. But on August 2014 they decided to go ahead with that policy. So therefore, they are pushing everything. They're using every single opportunity and uh, to to go ahead with that policy. So and this new policy, uh, and in Europe, I know what kind of attitude, what kind of behavior Sweden, Finland and some European countries towards the Kurdish resistance movement has towards the Kurds have, have they are not spotting Kurdish resistance movement they are not giving any opportunities or any help to the Kurdish resistance movement or the, to, to the Kurds. The Kurds who are here, they have some rights which is mentioned in the uh, in the UN, because they were being forced to leave their country and they become refugees. I'm not happy to be a refugee here in Europe. I want to be in my country, but in my country, because there is a fascist and dictator and autocratic regime, I uh, came here to find security, to be protected. And the help what Sweden and Finland and other European countries are giving to the Kurds or to others, not only to the Kurds, is related to that right which is mentioned in the UN. It's uh, not about
0: it's not about supporting Kurdish movements at no, all. No, no,
1: no, 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 no. no, no. When no. it comes to their own interests, they're supporting the Turkish state. It's the state-to-state relation. Listen, after this uh, propaganda and attack by Erdogan towards NATO and towards European countries and towards Sweden and Finland. You know, Sweden, Finland, Denmark, Germany, UK, they have lifted the uh, uh, weapon embargo against Turkey. On, on Turkey, they have they had a, a weapon embargo when Turkey uh, started its occupation operation in 2019 in Rojava, uh, Serigani, and uh, uh, Grispi. But uh, now, because the interests are uh, more more important for them, they have lifted that embargo. Yeah. So, uh, so Turkey is using everything, and it's not only using; it's not making only pressure on the NATO. And the NATO uh, Secretary for uh, General of the NATO is more more supportive for the Turkish demand than Erdogan. Really, he's using every single opportunity to uh, pressure Finland and uh, Sweden to give up their democratic values, to give up uh, the right of freedom, to give up right of expression, to give up right of uh, democracy. So he, by himself, is pushing these countries to give up all these gains, what the societies have gained, even in those European countries,
0: and so, are you afraid they will crack down on these rights, especially? Since it, seems,
1: it seems like that. It seems yeah. like that. They may not. Uh, they may not uh, extradite some Kurds to Turkey. That's impossible. They may not do that. Yeah. But on the military uh, side, on the economic side, on the diplomatic side and they will be supportive for the for the for turkey yeah but
0: let me let me get back to um to kurdistan um because turkey's also been threatening now you already spoke about it about um rojava northeast syria um it seems their first aim is uh telgifat and Mambich, um west of the euphrates river what will the consequences of a new occupation by Turkey in Northeast Syria be?
1: For for the for the Kurds, it will be in disaster. For the or Kurds. for
0: Arabs, because Minsch is an Arab uh, city, of course. But
1: yes, for the for the Arabs, for the Syria itself, uh, for Iran itself. So uh, it will destabilize the area again. Daesh will raise uh, up uh, uh, again. The radical Islamists, uh, which uh, will be more encouraged to go ahead with their uh, campaign, uh, and civilian will be massacred by mass. Uh, ethnic cleansing will we will face an ethnic cleansing. We will face a democratic demographic change. Uh, we will uh, face a new. Uh, massacre and the international law will collapse Uh, the international coalition will collapse Uh, and any Kurdish status uh, it will become uh, very difficult Uh, but that is the plan of Turkey that doesn't mean everything will go like the Turks have uh, foreseen it or have yeah, planned it, yeah. mm-hmm. of course they will be a big resistance against it. They yeah. will be, <laughs> and the, the, the Kurds are ready. And the Kurds have not to not to lose what they ha- what they can lose. They can only lose their freedom. They can only lose uh, their uh, country. So not to lose that, uh, the Kurds will resist.
0: Yeah, it, it's already um you already got into it a little bit because it's very existential for turkey um it seems it looks like it and we all we all know that people who who fight the kurdish struggle the Kurds themselves those who follow it like me it's not really a surprise that turkey uses the current situation in the world uh to its advantage um but why is Why is this issue so essential to Turkey? You already spoke a little bit about 100 years ago, 1923, when the Turkish Republic was founded, the different um, um, treaties at the time. Why is it so crucial for Turkey to to keep the Kurds under control?
1: You know, the Turkey's the establishment of Turkey is based on denial of the Kurds. So uh, it's a nationalist state is based on one flag, one nation, uh, one language, and one, 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 one. So it's isn't a racist uh, one. Uh, and it's a nation state. And Turkey uh, thinks if the Kurds can have any status in Middle East, then Turkey will become little. When Ost- Ottoman Empire collapsed, Turkey become little. When the new, when if now, the new plan of Turkey collapse, maybe Turkey will become more smaller, more smaller. That is the yeah. first reason. Yeah. The, the second one is, Erdogan wants to be re-elected again yeah. in June, two thousand uh, uh, in 2023. So he can be elected only if he has some gains against the Kurds. Doesn't matter where, in Bashur, in Rojava, or in Bakur, in Turkish part of Kurdistan. And he will go ahead with the, the ban of HDP. He will go ahead with his occupation operation in Rojava. He will continue his occupation operation in Iraqi Kurdistan. So he. Will do that to be re-elected.
0: But it's also interesting that you also mentioned the um, the territory that t- Turkey currently has, and that and that uh, Turkey is afraid that it will get smaller. But um, we know that the Kurdish movement is not after after you know it's not a separatist organization. They don't want to cut Turkey. They want democracy for the whole of Turkey and the bigger region. Um, and this is also related to the to the Oslo Peace Talks. You've been a member of the PKK delegation at the time, um, and this is of course the project of the PKK and of Abdullah Öcalan to um, to have a more decentralized democracy and not to to break up the country that the countries that the Kurds live in, but just to democratize them. Um, Apparently, this idea doesn't really get to get through to Turkey, and and I was wondering because Kurds are always pressuring or breaking the isolation that Öcalan is in, and to make him a part of the negotiation of the of the conversation again. There's no nego- negotiation, but I was wondering can Öcalan again play a role as he did before because this idea of decentralization, of not being separatist but about grassroots democracy. Can it still play a play a role? Because obviously we are in this situation we are in now. It's very violent at the time. Um, so how how do you see this? Can can he still play a role?
1: Yes, uh, I was the facilitator for Oslo negotiations process. Uh, I attended all these uh, talks as a facilitator. Uh, So, and uh, I know very well uh, what kind of strategy, what kind of attitude uh, and uh, tactic the Turks have. Uh, What their last uh, position is, their last last position is they do not want to have any uh, solution for the Kurdish question. All the discussions uh, by the Turks were being based on how to uh, get rid of the arm wing, how to have a ceasefire. Uh, When uh, the Kurdish delegation uh, asked the Turks, okay, uh, and ceasefire and withdrawal of the guerrillas from Turkey uh, and giving them the arms, uh, okay, we can discuss uh, it. But uh, should we not discuss about the social issue, about the political issue, about environment issue, about women issue, about councils, uh, about uh, the sources uh, ab- over there, uh, about uh, autonomy uh, in the in the region? What are you thinking for the Kurdish uh, for the for the Kurdish rights? They said, we can discuss that? after let's discuss this after so they didn't touch any discussion on the social political cultural economical uh, and grassroots democracy and uh, autonomy and so well for you
0: this is very these are essential points of course
1: of course of course yes. and because the aim was not to discuss all these the aim was only to uh, use that as an opportunity to get rid uh, the Kurdish armed forces, uh, to have uh, to con- to continue their policies they have uh, since the creation of of Turkey. That is the one side. Second one, you know, the project of uh, our leader Erdogan is uh, if we consider it as an truth, as a truth, the truth he is proposing is a social one and political one and historical one uh, on uh, based on gender equality, based on ecology and so on. So the truths he is proposing is more advanced, more progressive, more bigger than the truths what we have now with the nation states comparing to the nation states. So uh, the nation states what they are proposing, for the uh, nations, for the groups, uh, for the womens, for the, the social life, they are proposing nothing. They're just trying to uh, have more war, trying to crack down the women's rights, try to crack down social rights, and base everything on uh, nationalism, racism and sexism. That is the truth, what they have now. And that truth, the people are not happy with that truth, with that truth from nation state. Not only the Kurds, even other peoples in Middle East, in all the world, are not happy with it. They cannot have that truth as a solution for their questions, for their problems, for their ambitions, for their dreams, for their rights. And Öcalan is now proposing a new truth which can fulfill, which can give hope, which can give the uh, peoples uh, the hope. Yes, we can have more democracy. Yes, we can have more ecological rights. Yes, we can have more women rights. Yes, we can have more... Democratic rights, yes, we can have more fundamental rights, yes, we can have more freedom, yes, we can uh, have coexistence, we can love uh, each other, we can live together. That is a truth which is more bigger than the truth from the nation state comparing uh, to that.
0: And and this um, this is also connected. You want to break this the isolation of uh, of Öcalan. and this is connected, I think, to this global day of uh, action that is upcoming on yeah. 11 June. That is that is eventually the goal to break this isolation, and it's followed by a march uh, in Turkey in Gemlik, West Turkey. Gemlik, for listeners who don't know. Um, is the is the place in Bursa province where the where the boat to Imrala Prison Island uh, leaves, where Öcalan uh, remains in prison? Um, could you explain the purpose of this Global Day of Action and the marching Kemlik? Uh,
1: yes. Uh, first, the Global Action Day on 11 June. Uh, you know uh, when the when Turks uh, started again the occupation operation in Iraqi Kurdistan. Uh, there have been a lot of discussions among the uh, international in the international area. and the friends and the internationalists uh, in Latin America, they said that this is a new campaign uh, against the Kurds. Yes. But also this is a campaign against the hope of revolution, hope of freedom. So therefore we are calling an global action day to defend Kurdistan, to defend the revolution, because we are seeing that as our own revolution too. It's inspiring us, it's giving us hope. So therefore, they made this proposal, and that proposal was accepted by all the other uh, friends of the Kurds, or all the other internationalists, by all the other progressive uh, crisis. And so they decided uh, to go on the streets uh, worldwide, uh, even in Kurdistan, on the 11th of June, uh, with the slogan, Defend Kurdistan, Defend the Kurdistan uh, Revolution. It will be a uh, global action day. And on the 12th of uh, June, uh, people will uh, have a march to Gemlik. Uh, Gemlik is the place uh, very close to Imrala Island. Uh, Imrala Island is belong to this district. Uh, they want to give the message we do not want to see that isolation continue. Uh, we really want to have some news from our leader. Uh, we really want him to come to voice with his solution for democracy, for peace, and uh, for grassroots uh, democracy. Uh, and we do not uh, we we are not uh, accepting and uh, agree with this uh, policy led by Erdogan this fascist policy and this anti-democratic policy which is prevented the rights of everybody yes. rights uh, so therefore uh, this uh, demonstration or this march is set up uh, with that- probably,
0: uh, probably in Turkey, uh, the police will will stop it, right? They will not allow it.
1: They will not allow it, but uh, people will resist. People yes. will uh, people will insist to continue the, their march, uh, which are they're doing uh, everywhere. So Turkey is not allowing not only the Kurds to having uh, anything uh, on demonstration. Uh, they are not allowing anybody. Doesn't matter Kurds or not Kurds. That is the the character of uh, autocracy and dictator uh, to crack down every voice, every single uh, single move for democracy. So they are they are doing they are doing that. Just giving an example. So Turkey is. Uh, even here in Europe, they cannot prevent the Kurdish demonstrations. Okay, they have not that power, enough power. Yes. What yes. they're doing, what they're doing, if we have any demonstration here in Italy or in Belgium, they're calling the ambassador for Italy or for Belgium in Turkey to give him a nota, to accusing him. So they're even trying to, crack down the voice of democracy uh, in Europe, too.
0: Yeah. So they're using
1: every, everything uh, to keep the people silent. And uh, the march on 11th, the march on the 12th to Gemlik, uh will uh, try to break it. Uh, and if they try to prevent it, they will uh, insist to go ahead with their march.
0: Thank you very much. This was very insightful indeed. Um, Thank you, Adam Uzun, for joining us.
1: Thank you for having me.